All right, everybody. Welcome. This is Stephen Michael Miller. So great to have everyone on this Monday morning Limitless Tribe call. Uh, so glad to have everyone here on the call, and I know we've got people jumping on the call as we speak. Uh, just hope you're having a wonderful week so far. And that being said, I hope you had an amazing week this last week. Uh, this was our, our Fourth of July week, um, we had an amazing Fourth of July celebration in my neighborhood, and hopefully you had a, a similar uh, great, great celebration of your freedom. Um, before we get started, I want to make sure that uh, I get some announcements taken care of. Uh, some really amazing and important things are happening uh, right now. We've got Amy Walker, uh, who is going to be our special guest, one of our VIP guests at our July Limitless. Uh, she's a top business marketing coach from Georgia. Uh, she's doing a VIP session on today's most successful marketing practices uh, for small businesses. So make sure you get, get registered, get your friends, friends registered. Anyone who has has a business that they'd like to market, if it's their own business they'd like to market, uh, maybe they'd like to start a new business, uh, you're definitely going to want to be part of that. I know that she's going to be giving away uh, her 2016 Most Sold Marketing Program uh, for free to everyone who's part of that VIP session. Uh, so make sure you get there and get registered. Also coming up, we've got uh, here in just a couple days, July 12th, we've got uh, our Abundance Dinner. This is going to be uh, ha having dinner with Chris and some of our leaders. Uh, if you will bring one person with you who has uh, not been to Limitless before. So you want to make sure that uh, if you want to take part of that dinner July 12th in the evening at Chris's home, then you'll need to bring someone with you who has never been to Limitless before. Um, and you can register for that under LimitlessMentor.com. Again, that's LimitlessMentor.com. Um, we also have our Limitless Youth Academy that's, that's coming up. Uh, that's going to be from ages 6 to 18. Uh, it's going to be a powerful, powerful event for those individuals. So parents, if you've got kids who are ages 6 to 18 who want to have that powerful, positive mindset shift, uh, it's $30 per child. And that provides lunch and this amazing experience. So you, you can go ahead also onto LimitlessMentor.com and get registered, get your kids signed up for that. Uh, and then, of course, we've got uh, Limitless coming up at the end of this month, July 27th through the 29th. Uh, this is also going to be uh, coupled with the new Limitless book launch. Uh, everyone that comes is going to get a, a, a book, a uh, free book. Uh, it's going to be an amazing opportunity to meet some of the different authors of the Limitless book, uh, as well as to get that information um, and get that book on your shelf and, and read it and, and be able to share that with other people. So highly recommend coming, even just, even just for that. Of course, it's going to be an amazing event. Um, so those are some of our announcements. We've got a lot going on, uh, so many things that are always in the works. Um, this is a, a wonderful week, and we want to make sure that we start the week off right uh, with you as well. So I've, I've got an amazing guest on the phone uh, for us today, and this is an individual who I uh, really, I, I was going to say, have grown to love but I love this individual from the first time I, I, I met her. Uh, we became great friends right off the bat. And it was almost like meeting a, a, an old friend that I've known for a long, long time. But this individual, uh, Wileen Benson, has been part of our lives for many, many years now. Not only part in different businesses that we've been part of, but also one of our core leaders here at Limitless. Uh, she's one of our guardian angels that really helped to set the stage for all that we do in terms of belief breakthrough. Uh, she's been a key contributor in so many different ways uh, for what, all that we do here at Limitless. And uh, I want to just give her a huge warm welcome. Wileen, I know that you're on the call. I just want to make sure everything's working for you technology-wise. Will you go ahead and chime in? Yes, Stephen. Can you hear me? I can hear you. Thank you so much. Awesome. Thank you. Thanks for having Absolutely. me on. Absolutely. Oh, it's, it's our pleasure. So, Wileen, today you're going to be talking about a specific topic. Um, you know, and one of the questions that, that you threw out there is, are you dying, surviving, or thriving, and I, I, let's just kind of jump right in. Um, what do you mean by that? What do you mean by are you dying? One of the things that I have, I, I've actually been doing a, a lot of research into like the brain chemicals and 
things like that, trying to understand a little bit more about that as I work with my, um, do my warrior camp, working with people with addictions. And um, I've been making some amazing discoveries, and I'm really grateful for the the basis that I have a belief breakthrough because um, taking that and tying it into what I'm learning with brain chemicals, I mean, it, it's amazing what I'm finding out at how, um, how many of us really um, participate in this cycle and um, these patterns that keep us really stuck in a place of always being at fight or flight. Um, what I mean by um, are you dying is are you always being in a place of always trying to have to survive? You know, if you're always in a space of fight or flight, then you're, you actually have a belief that you're going to die. Um, I think um, these feelings were really God-given to us, you know, but it was a different scenario back in prehistoric times where we had, you know, we lived in caves and we had animals that were chasing us and we had to go out and kill our food, you know, that maybe would kill us. And there was so much that was really necessary for us, this um, fight-or-flight um, response was really necessary for us to stay alive. And the problem with um, keeping that fight-or-flight response is that nowadays we don't, we don't have to go get our food that way. You know, we don't necessarily have to worry about getting, um, you know, dying by going to the grocery store and buying our hamburger or whatever. <laughs> so our, um, that fight-or-flight response hasn't really evolved as our species has evolved. And so if we're constantly in that space of, um, of fight or flight, then even something as simple as having a bad hair day all of a sudden becomes this life or death situation. And so if um, anytime we have some sort of a, a limiting belief, something that we've, a decision that we've made about ourselves about maybe just social survival, like am I going to be accepted, am I going to be enough, that we live in that, that fight or flight, and it really isn't necessary to be there. There's not the threat of death usually with um, situations that we have to face nowadays. Oh, I love that. Um, so, okay, so that's dying. Let's, let's move on, I guess, to surviving. What do you mean by survival? Um, again, kind of with the way that we traditionally work that we um, get ourselves stuck in. You know, we talk, we call it the limit zone within limitless. And if we're living within this limit zone all the time, that's surviving. That's like being in a place of safety. It's like it's being in a place of comfort. It's not putting ourselves into, you know, any kind of a, a place of growth, but it is just really surviving. It's, it's being satisfied with the status quo. It's being happy with where we're at and feeling, you know, quote, comfortable. Got it. So, so is, man, um, where do you feel like, you know, so if we're in this mode of, of, of just survival or beforehand, if we're finding ourselves, if we're dying, you know, if we're, if we're not really making any progress or then we move into this survival, we're just barely surviving, how do we, how do we get into that thriving kind of state? Okay. Um, well, let me just kind of take you through maybe an example too because this will, this will kind of help explain it a little bit more. Um, let's just say that, um, let, let's go to that um, that dying place, all right? So I'm going to use myself as an example. I made a post this past week about a um, situation that arose within, uh, had a really close um, person that, that I love really a lot, and um, I thought that I knew this person really well. They were making some choices that were really taking them away from values and beliefs that I thought that they held. You know, I thought they were in common with me and in having a conversation with this person, I was like, wow, I'm not even sure if I really know this person. 
um, very well because I thought that they shared the same morals, the same values, the same you know belief system that I had on this one particular um, subject. But as I was talking to him, I was like, huh, maybe they don't. And so there was like an immediate, I, my reaction was to go to this state of dying. It's like I've got to do something. I have to do something to save this person. I have to do something to, um, you know, it, it was this fight or flight response. It was like I have to. There, there was um, just an overwhelming compulsion to be able to save this person from destruction, you know, from death. And even though, you know, if you look at it in reality, they weren't going to die. You know, it wasn't something that they were, you know, it, it wasn't that kind of a, a situation. Um, but I was feeling that fight-or-flight response within myself. I've got to get myself to a place of comfort. I'm not comfortable with the way that this person is reacting. And so that was, <clears throat> I was putting myself in that fight or flight response, that, that dying state. And so immediately I recognized it. You know, I, I actually sat there for, you know, probably close to 24 hours. And then I recognized it because of my training within Limitless. I knew this is not going to get me anywhere. It's not, it's not going to save the person. It's not going to save me. It's not going to, you know, make anything better. And so I need to change my belief about, you know, what I'm feeling. And so I immediately um, did some lightning belief breakthrough just to get myself to a place of safety. So it was kind of just developing, you know, getting back into that space of status quo. And so I created some beliefs like, you know, they're an adult. They get to make their own choices. I get to make my choices. This is what I choose. You know, so there were some things that I created that was like, okay, now I can be at a neutral place. I can actually see things, you know, in a, a, a more, I, I can look at things in a more mature way. I can um, actually see the situation for what it really is. And so I got to a place of surviving. So then moving forward to get my place of thriving to a place of thriving, then not only did I, was I satisfied with the status quo, then it was like, okay, I've got to find a place where I can actually um, experience success, that I'm not just like comfortable, but I'm actually experiencing, wow, all right, I actually do have control over this situation. And um, so then I, I went into a little bit deeper um, concentration on, you know, where is this belief coming from and discovered that I was not confident in what the way that I had shown up for that person in the past. There was a little bit of regret. There were some, um, wow, if I could have, you know, if I would have followed intuition six months ago, you know, maybe this person wouldn't have even been in this situation. And so there was a little bit of judgment on myself, and um, I was able to look inside and not, not um, like in shame or guilt or anything like that, but just like looking at where can I take accountability. And, um, and also finding gratitude. I, I was able to kind of get outside of the situation and see gratitude in, wow, this is actually the perfect path for this person. And, and then all of a sudden it wasn't a bad situation. And so getting to a point of thriving was stepping outside of the situation, getting outside of that comfort zone and status quo and being able to see it as, you know, from a neutral perspective and finding gratitude and accountability. And once I was able to do that, then it went from um, not this person gets to make his, own cho his or her own choice. It's, wow, this is the perfect path for this person. I'm so glad that this person is making this choice. So that really shifted the energy. And then I was able to look within myself and say, okay, this person is choosing this. It's, it's not my values but then I just put more emphasis on what my values are. This is what I believe. This is what my values are. I invite light into my space. And you know what? That person does get to choose, and if they continue on that path, then we may have a separation, and they might, might not be part of, 
of my my world, you know, for a while. But um, but I know that I'm secure within myself that I can thrive because I have my beliefs and they get to choose. So it's kind of stepping outside of, you know, you have to just, it might take a little bit of willpower just to get outside of that status quo, that comfort zone, to look at things from a different perspective and finding those two things, accountability and gratitude. And you take care of your own accountability of what, you know, you could do differently now and, um, and then find gratitude and express the gratitude for their path and also for my path. That's powerful. Thank you so much. Um, so we're talking about getting out of that state and, and you know, moving from, of course, the dying or or just the surviving into a state of of thriving. And you know, you kind of mentioned this this old way of of thinking, you know, or you know, you, you talk about it sometimes as, as this prehistoric thinking, you know, sorts. What's what's the cost? You know, what if what if we we have these these ideas and these thoughts, but but we decide that we want to stay inside that limit zone or that comfort zone. What, what's the cost of keeping inside that that prehistoric thinking? The cost of staying, like living inside of that comfort zone, living inside just the surviving, is that that's the highest that you ever get. You might have bouts, you know, like if you come to Limitless and do the glass walk or do an arrow break or something like that, you have this really awesome burst of success, and and that in it's it's throws you up into that th- that thriving state, and um, and it's like feels so good. But if your status quo is where you're most comfortable and you want to remain, then then you're going to slip back to that, and that will just be kind of your where you live your life all the time. And, you know, it's just little bursts every once in a while of excitement. Um, the, the problem with that, with staying in that kind of middle ground, is that things happen. You know, life happens. Somebody outside of you will make a choice or do something that will, that will um, cause you to go outside of your comfort zone. And most often it is down you know it's you've got to go down a step and down a step is dying down a step is the fight or flight and so the cost of not living and thriving not having that be our um our comfort zone you know where we want to be all the time the cost of that is that when we slip back we are just constantly fighting for our lives we're fighting to get back up to the status quo of survival and nobody wants to live in survival. And, you know, just fighting to get to zero, that, you know, just doesn't feel very comfortable to me. So that would be the cost is that when things throw you out of balance, you're in this state of stress and have to, you know, the have to and I'm going to die if I don't change this. Whereas if we level up to the thriving and just living in the thriving all the time, then when we flip back, it's like, okay, I'm in survival. I'm in, you know, a place that's comfortable, but I know it's not, you know, the best that I can be. So I can step outside of myself and I can be neutral and I can choose something different. So we never, ever, ever get to that survival or below survival to the, the dying state um, if we live in the thriving all the time. But if, you're, if we're in the surviving all the time, then the only place to go if something throws us off is to that place of fight or flight and dying. You know, Eileen, we often uh, talk about blind spots, and we reference these blind spots in terms of oftentimes those are, that's what's holding us back. That's what is keeping us from achieving what we want to accomplish or or. And when I say what we want to accomplish, what I really mean is that deep down and sometimes even buried desire. Because sometimes what we say we want to others isn't really reflecting in our actions uh, that we're putting forward. So I guess what my, what my question is, is um, what, if, what if we don't even know? <laughs> what if we don't even know that we've got this prehistoric thinking? What if we don't know that we're just that we're just... Uh, surviving or maybe even that we're dying what if we can't even see it like how do you how do you compensate for that 
Well, the first thing that I want to share is how do you identify it? Because, um, you know, if it is a blind spot, then I think we kind of look around and we think everybody is like this. You know, I used to feel that way. I um, used to constantly, I, I lived my life from fear before I found Limitless. I was constantly in a place of the only thing that made me move was fear, fear of lack, fear of, of missing out, fear of not having enough, you know, fear of, of um, not having the relationships that I, I, I wanted to have. You know, everything was motivated by fear. And um, that would be my first uh, thing to share would be to really check in and see where are you living your life from? Where do you spend most of your day? Um, is it from a space of creation where you are just constantly creating out of love for wanting to grow and help other people grow? Or are you constantly creating from a place of I'm afraid that I won't be enough? or I won't have enough, or there won't be enough, uh, you know, where are you creating from? And if you're, you find yourself constantly in worry, anxiety, doubt, fear, you know, all of these, these um, emotions that are based in fear, if that's like your norm, stress, all of those things, then you're definitely living at a survival, um, a survival level. And if you're constantly living in a place of, wow, what can I do next? I've got everything that I need, and now all I have to do is just figure out how to help other people get what, they're, what they need. And I'm living from purpose every day, every moment of every day. That's the space of thriving. And so that would be the first thing is identify where am I? Um, where am I living? And if, if I'm feeling any kind of... Um, fear emotion, then I'm, I'm in a, I'm dying. I'm, I'm actually literally, you can't be stagnant. There's no stagnant. It's either going down or going up. It's, it's living or dying. And um, I can't remember what your question was, Stephen. <laughs> yeah, no, it's, that's perfect. I mean, I was just talking about how do you, if you're, if it's your blind spot, how do you know if you even have that, that kind of dying mentality or that, you know, if it's blind to you, how do you, how do you then transition out of that? Yeah. I think, you, I think you covered it. Yeah, so that would be how you identify it, how you know. And um, then the next question that you asked is how do you get out of it? And so, you know, if you have the skill of lightning belief breakthrough, I would say use that very, very first. And I love lightning belief breakthrough um, to start out with that first because I know if I change my beliefs, my life is going to be better. So I don't even really have to go to what's the memory, how can I, you know, where's this coming from, and changing, you know, the, the space of going back to the roots and all those kinds of things. I don't even necessarily need to go there because I've already experienced that if I change my beliefs, my life's going to be better and I'm going to be happier. So I can do lightning belief breakthrough to at least get myself to a status quo, get myself back to comfort, and then um, from that space, then I can begin to look at the deep stuff like where's my accountability, where's my gratitude, you know, in what's happening right now. And not just I can be happy even though this is happening. I am, I'm saying I can be happy because this is happening. So that's the place that you want to get to. That's where that's what takes you to thriving. I love that. You know, I was thinking as you were talking. There's, you you mentioned earlier about creating new neurological pathways, and this is really what belief breakthrough is. Belief breakthrough is, and this is this is kind of my definition anyway. Belief breakthrough is, is going back. And oftentimes, you know, we do past work with belief breakthrough. We're going back to circumstances, events in our past lives where there was a strong emotional tie to a circumstance where we made a choice or a decision about ourselves. Those choices and decisions got, got implanted. They got connected in a neurological pathway deep down into our subconscious mind, and that created our operating system, right? That created the platform from which we now make decisions. 
And belief breakthrough is this ability to really get back and rewire that prehistoric thinking, rewire that that dying or just surviving type of mentality. It's where we get to go back and address the situation, connect it with a very positive emotional response, emotional experience, reconnect a new neurological pathway that then allows you to begin acting from a different space. And... And the beauty of that is, um, well, there's a couple things I wanted to mention with this. First of all, that doesn't mean that all of a sudden, because you've had one breakthrough, that you're going to make all the right decisions from here on out. It doesn't necessarily mean that because we are also creatures of habit. It's, it's kind of this interesting uh, paradox where although you may believe something, you're not quite yet acting in that way. And you see this often happen with people who are uh, involved with different addictions. And I'll just pick one. Let's, call, let's, let's say smoking. You know, if you've ever known anyone that has smoked or if you've ever smoked yourself, it's, it's a very physically addicting habit, right? And so you may know, you may have a belief that smoking is bad, that smoking isn't good for you, that smoking isn't healthy. That may be your belief or that, that you, you would be healthier if you chose, uh, if you, you know, made other healthier choices. So those might be a core belief. But even with that belief, because you have that habit right now, that pattern in your life, then although you've got the belief to support not smoking, you still need to create new and better habits. So that's one of the things I love about Belief Breakthrough is it creates that foundation. It connects that new neurological kind of pathway. And then it's up to us to begin the process in creating new habits. And this is where that you know developing those new comfort zones uh, comes into play. Um, what do you have to say about that, Wileen? Yeah, I've actually been writing a few things as you've been talking because this um, takes us into, a, and even had kind of an aha right here um, about the physical addictions, and there are energetic addictions that we have too, and that was yes. that I, you know, with the post that I made um, last week, it was an energetic connection to wanting to go to a place of controlling this person and helping them to see the light, you know, helping them to see that their life would be so much better if they would make a different choice, when in reality, it was the perfect choice for them. And so there's, you know, energetic connections that we have where we go to a place of trying to control other people or, you know, maybe we we have an energetic connection to I have to worry about this person, you know, if something's going on, I have to worry because that's the only control that I have or whatever. There's, there's, um, behaviors or um, thought patterns, you know, maybe that we choose that are energetic. And then there's physical um, addictions where, like you said, smoking or some of these things, you know, where we're actually using food or, um, you know, whatever it be, that there's some sort of physical thing that we're seeking. And um, so I want to talk about that um, dying to, to surviving to thriving again because that's what addiction, an addiction cycle takes you from dying, I'm going to die if I don't have this thing or if I don't participate in this, if I don't, um, you know, take this action, if I don't feel this feeling, I'm going to die and to the point of, you know, acting out on the addiction, whatever it is, even if it's just worrying about someone. Um, that gets you to a place of comfort. Well, I'm actually doing something about my addiction now so I can, you know, about the dying now. I'm being successful at at least surviving, and so there's this level of comfort that we get to. And then the problem is that we never get to ultimate success because, um, you know, getting to the thriving state and so once that, let, let's just take, you know, a food addiction, for example. Let's just say somebody loves chocolate and that whenever they get to a space of stress or there's some, you know, other trigger that says, I'm going to die if I don't have a piece of chocolate cake. And so they eat that piece of chocolate cake. So while they're eating the piece of chocolate cake, they're surviving. They're, they're successful at, at not dying. And, but as soon as that chocolate cake is gone, there might be like a, a amount of time of, you know, comfort that is experienced, but then almost immediately, because the chocolate cake is no longer in my mouth or I can't, I'm not experiencing that, it goes back to, there's even maybe some shame, some guilt, you know, whatever it is that takes us back to that, I'm going to die if I don't have a piece of chocolate cake again. So 
that's the cycle of addiction. So whatever it is, there's this feeling of I'm going to die if I don't get this, and it's just seeking out a place of comfort. And then once that place of comfort is achieved, and once the you know the whatever you know the addiction is has been acted out on, then it, you immediately go back to I've got to have this again. So the breaking that cycle, all that needs to happen is to go from that place of dying to thriving. We can just skip that place of comfort and just go straight to thriving. And what that is is experiencing some level of success. And so if um, rather than going to a space of comfort, if we experience success, then that it breaks the cycle of addiction. And that's where belief breakthrough is so powerful because, you know, when you go back to a memory, you um, see what the root was, you find where it came from, that right there is is a huge success to be able to see, oh, it, it wasn't really something that, you know, it's not me, it's not a part of me, it's something, it's a decision that I made, you know, when I was five years old. And then to take it one step further and change the memory, create a new energy around the memory, find gratitude in it, um, just totally energetically change the outcome of it or whatever and make some new beliefs, create some new beliefs based on what you know to be more true, then you are at the thriving level. You've achieved success. And, um, and then that takes me to the other part that I wanted to talk about. You talked about these routes that are created in our minds. Um, and that is true that, um, you know, there are physical things that will take maybe a physical change to, um, to totally get rid of that. But there are energetic connections. Instead of, um, you know, we used to talk about uh, the grooves, you know, in your brain that are kind of like a, uh, like a little crack in the earth and the water runs down it and the crack gets bigger and it becomes a ditch and then it becomes this chasm, you know, like the Grand Canyon or whatever and you've got to change your route, you know, so you've got to create grooves in another area. That, and, and it seems like such a long process. But I'm going to suggest that it, it's more like the Internet, that you've been going to a website, you know, over and over again, and then all of a sudden you're just like, you know what, I'm not going to go to that website anymore. And you just maybe even block it so that you can't go there anymore, and you just choose a different website. And you don't have to, you know, fill in the Grand Canyon and then create a new Grand Canyon somewhere that it can actually be more of an energetic change. And especially if we go back to the root, and we find the, the um, you know, where it came from and we change that energy around it, there's really no reason or emotional attachment or desire or need to go back to that. And so we really can just jump straight from, with belief right through, we can jump straight from dying to thriving and we never have to live in a comfort zone. We can have our comfort zone be thriving and if we ever slip back to um, you know, having any of those uh, emotions that are based in fear, we, we know how to get back up to thriving really, really quickly. Well, Eileen, I know that you, uh, you work with people on a regular basis. Of course, you've got uh, your warrior camp that you do. You're helping people deal with addictions, and, and uh, belief breakthrough has become a huge part of what you do and offer for people uh, on, a, on a very daily basis. Um, I, I think I'd love to, you know, we, we've done a lot of teaching right now. I, I'd love to maybe put some of this into reality, and I know that you had mentioned that you'd be willing to take someone through a breakthrough. Um, so what I'm going to do right now is I'm going to go ahead and um, put the lines to our and just invite uh, anyone who feels like, and maybe, Wiley, maybe you could set this up appropriately. What would you like to take uh, someone through? What, what kind of experience would you like to offer? Um, with what we've been discussing today, I feel like it would be really awesome um, to have someone volunteer who has been experiencing this um, level of dying, like I was talking about, that um, there's some sort of, you know, um, a level of anxiety, stress, you know, whatever it is that where they feel like they're going to die if they can't get to a space of just 
comfortable, if they can't get to a space of just surviving, um, or someone who feels like that's kind of their ultimate goal is just to get to a place of comfort and safety and security, that there's, they're not even really in a place yet to, um, to be able to con- consider thriving that, um, you know, maybe they've had an experience that is, um, has just thrown them into a place of just having no power, not feeling like they have any power or control over what um, is happening in their lives. And so I know that could be really deep or it could be, you know, something that to others on the call it may not feel that, that um, you know, stressful or whatever, but it is to you. And so I invite you to not judge whether you feel like it's big enough. But, um, you know, if you feel that you, what is big enough for you and you'd like some support with it to, um, to just have the courage to press star six. All right, great. Thank you, Wileen. So go ahead and press star six and jump in the queue. And uh, we'll give you just a minute to to make that choice. I do want to share, too, that um, I I know that there are a lot of um, decisions that people make about addiction and about how easy or hard it is to get rid of something. And, you know, society has added to some of those beliefs um, to the point that a lot of people don't feel like it's possible to break an addiction. And um, through my warrior camp and working with uh, my personal clients, without a doubt that it is possible. And they're, you know, having access to belief breakthrough is the most amazing and I'm just so grateful every day to have that. And without that, without belief breakthrough, I would not be able to make that statement that addiction can be something that can be left in the past. It doesn't have to be something that you deal with on a daily basis. It doesn't have to be something that you have to constantly count the days of sober. Um, It can be something that you can completely walk off the battlefield. And that's what, you know, why I call what I do Warrior Camp because it's not even being on the battlefield, it's preparation for the battlefield. And there's a lot that you can do to prepare and when you have any kind of um, desire to go back to that addiction, huge part of that. All right. Well, Wiley, looks like we've got uh, a willing um, guest here. So let me go ahead and, and bring this person on. It looks like it's phone number ending in 2159. That would be me. And uh, who, I'm willing. Who is this? This is Jane. I'm willing to give up my space if there's someone else in queue. I, th- I, think, you're, <laughs> you're, I think you're up. <laughs> I'm the brave one. You're the brave brave one. one. Just partially brave. (laughs) Um, I have had experience with the belief breakthrough already. That's why I wanted to give someone else a choice. However, I, even just this morning, found myself just, I didn't even go into fight or flight. I just chose death and gave in very easily which then, when I had to face what was coming up next, I was in constant fight or flight and running late. And that has been the story of my life for quite a while. And it's keeping me from moving forward. Even with all the breakthroughs I've had that have given me a lot of peace, I'm still finding myself not getting organized, not getting um, scheduled and goals and priorities and and just feeling scared there. Well, so, Jane, I appreciate you so much being the person to be on this because I I do think you're perfect, and so thank you. And if you're open to me just um, sharing kind of what I'm hearing, I uh, are, are you okay if I just share what I am hearing? Absolutely. Okay, awesome. I... I feel like I'm really grateful that Stephen talked about the blind spot because um, I feel like there's a lot 
that you feel like you're doing on a regular basis, but there's a huge blind spot of what your comfort zone is. And you said, you know, this morning that you chose death, and what, from what you're sharing with me, it actually feels to me like that is your comfort zone, that you're having bouts of, you know, bursts of comfort, but your norm is in that dying state. Mm. Yeah, that feels, that rings really true. And I don't want to be there. Yeah, well, I don't want you to be there either, so I'm glad that you're (laughs) willing to take a look at that. Um, All right, so I'm going to just invite us to go ahead and get grounded. So just take a deep breath. And um, I'm just going to invite you to visualize yourself in a really beautiful place in nature. Um, I'm going to invite you to... Um, just find a spot where you feel completely safe and comfortable and that you can feel and see things growing around you. Okay. Vegetation. Yes. All right. And as you're looking around, I want you to find just a nice, comfortable spot to sit down. Okay. Maybe lean up against a tree. Mm-hmm. And this is an energetic, imaginary space. And so I'm going to invite you to um, just be completely open to the energy around you and know that you have access to the energy and that you have the ability to um, absorb it. So as you're sitting here in this beautiful place in nature, just be open to receive the energy around you, that life energy. Maybe even draw it up from the bottoms of your feet from the earth because underneath the earth's surface we have everything, all the nutrients, everything is exists already to grow things. So just bring some of that up into, into yourself and feel maybe the energy from the tree behind you if you're leaning up against a tree or the vegetation around you and just absorb some of that in and just feel what it feels to be alive and vibrant. Taking a minute because I'm almost scared. I feel almost scared to do it. I feel shaky and scared even while I'm doing that. Maybe it'll just be complete in a moment. (laughs) Okay. Just taking a deep breath. Allow it to come up into your feet just a little bit. Just test it out. One more deep breath and allow it to come up into your legs. And one more breath and allow that life-giving energy to flow up into the core of your body. And now down into your arms and hands. And up into your neck and head. And one more deep breath. And just relax into that. Into that life-giving energy. And let me know when you're ready. I'm ready. Awesome. Hey, Jane, what is the number one limiting belief that stops you from living? Well, I've got two or three running through my head. Go ahead and just voice them. Um, It's not okay with other people. Um... I've made too many mistakes. Those are the main two. What was the last one? I've made too many mistakes. The third one was that just those two were the main two. (laughs) Okay. All right. All right. So I'm going to invite you to um, close your eyes and get grounded again. 
and I'm going to ask you, I'm going to read these back to you, and I'm going to ask you to tell me um, which one feels the heaviest to you, which one is, has the, carries the most negative energy with it. It's okay, not okay with others. Oh, I'm sorry. Okay. It's not okay for, with others for me to live. I've made too many mistakes to live. I pretty quickly went to the too many mistakes. All right. So let's work with that one. So, Jane, what is the number one limiting, or what is the memory that comes to you when I say I've made too many mistakes? Um, that I didn't act on the prompting that I was told to do. Okay. And so going to that energy of not acting on promptings, there's one memory that really shines out that proves that you didn't act on promptings. Yeah. I was told to do something really huge. And rather than letting God show me how to build the boat, I just decided I wasn't up to it. And I've been dying ever since then. Okay. And and other people, I believed, and maybe that's not true, but I believed that I hurt a lot of other people by not doing what I was told. Okay. So, Jane, are you okay going back to this memory? Yes. Great. So I'm going to invite you to take a deep breath and go back to that memory where you were had this opportunity to do something really huge and rather than doing it, rather than following through, you decided that you weren't up to it. And in the process, you hurt a lot of other people. Yeah. So what part of that memory, what part of that is the most painful for you? Was it not following through? Was it hurting people? Was it deciding that you were not up to it? Or feeling I like think, you were not. Good. I think it was that I didn't choose into power. I didn't oh, okay. choose into my power because then I could have done everything else. Okay. And Jane, if you don't choose into your power, what does that mean about you? Hmm. Well, I believe I identified before was that when I'm in my power, I hurt other people. There's mm. a big conflict there. I don't know, unless that's it, what else it would mean to me. Okay. So maybe the decision is that if I choose into my power, I hurt others? Right. And I I realized that actually quite a few years ago, but perhaps I'm still carrying it. Okay. So can I just suggest um, maybe a little shortened version of that and Mm -hmm. see if this resonates with you? Okay. I'm too powerful. Yes, and that's where it's not okay with other people. Okay, beautiful. All right, so let me just let's just investigate this this belief, this decision right here. I'm too powerful. What is the cost of believing that you're too powerful? What is the cost of believing that? Yeah. If you believe you're too powerful... Oh, too powerful. Well, then I'm not powerful at all. Exactly. And what is the likely outcome? If you, if you are doing all this belief breakthrough to try to accomplish things, but you have this underlying belief that I'm too powerful, what is, what's the cost of that? What's, what's the ultimate outcome going to be? Well, sabotage is all my new beliefs. Yeah. And is that okay? Not at all. So are you ready to shift? Oh, yeah. I was so excited to move forward, and then I found myself just going backward again, and it's devastating. Yeah. I I want to shift. Awesome. All right. Well, I'm ready to help you. 
So first of all, let's find some new beliefs. Is that true? Is it true that you're new that you're too powerful? No, it can't be because its results are all <laughs> negative. You know, believing. What is really true about you? What do you want to believe? That I am completely powerful in a very loving way. That's and that I'm, that I'm guided through all of it. Awesome. Let's get one more. I love serving other people in my power. Oh, I love that. In power. And I do because I have before and I love being there. Awesome. All right, so let's grab onto that energy of I love serving people in power, and I'm completely powerful in a loving way, and I'm guided through all of it. So let's take that and go back to that memory. Are you ready? Okay. Awesome. And you know what? You can go back as your highest and best and most powerful self, or you can bring somebody with you. What do you choose? Well, I get to bring somebody with me. Okay. And who would be an awesome person that you could trust to go with you? The Savior. The Savior. Okay. He has to be the one. He gets to be the one. He's been there for me. Awesome. I love it. All right. So let's go back to that memory. Go back to that space where you have this opportunity to do something really huge and you are just about to decide that you're not up to it, that if you show up in this full power, you're going to hurt other people. But before you make this decision, the Savior comes in, and he has some new information for you about who you really are and your power. What does he share with you? Jane, you have been given gifts and talents that it is your opportunity and blessing to share with others. And I'm here with you to help guide you through that. You have to take the steps. You get to choose. But there's so many people you can bless if you will join with me and go out and serve. Awesome. And does Jane believe him that he will be with her and to help her take those steps? Yes. Awesome. He, I believe he... I believe that he will. Mm, so let me be with the part of me letting him just for a minute. Okay. Of course, I'm going to let him because I want wanted this shift. So of course, I'm going to let him. Awesome. So you're choosing in. Yeah. Awesome. And do you believe him that you have been given gifts and talents and opportunities and blessings to share with other people and that you have the perfect gifts and talents to be able to do that? I do. He's previously showed me that I have them and I've experienced them, which is part of the devastation of going to this death place and not using them because I know them. Awesome. So now that you've been shown everything, now that you know that you have all the resources available, the Savior's going to walk right there beside you, and that you have the gifts and talents, you've got everything that you need, rather than deciding to not take this opportunity to just give up, 
what do you choose to do? You get to choose the outcome of this memory. What happens next? I reach out to everyone that comes to my mind. Um, even if I'm scared and just approach the situation, the people who will assist me, the people I'll work with, the people I get to help, whatever comes up, I'm just going to go there. Even if I don't know, I'm going to take that first step and go there and see what's there and let the Savior help open it up to me. Awesome. All right, can you see that happening? Mm-hmm, I can. Beautiful. So what is the outcome? What is the outcome of this huge opportunity? Oh, my goodness. Well, number one, I feel alive, and I feel my blood moving, and I feel passion and joy, and, and there's all these people around me who get to be served, who get to be blessed, who get to be lifted into their power, into their possibilities, into their opportunities and their choices. And they're grateful. They're grateful. And they get to move on. They get to go ahead and have a life, a full life. Wow, that's beautiful. You've created some amazing change in other people's lives because of the change you made in yours. So just breathe that in experiencing that aliveness, that passion and joy and feeling the gratitude that's being expressed to you. And what is one new declaration that you get to take away from this experience of how you are choosing to show up in your life now? A new declaration. Let's hear it. I truly love and appreciate creating joy and abundance and success all around me every day. I love it. I'm going to get that written down. Okay, let's hear it one more time. I truly appreciate and love creating joy and success in life all around me every day. I love it. Beautiful. Congratulations. Oh, thank you. (laughs) All right. So, Jane, come on back to the present. Mm -hmm. And here in the present moment, is there something in your life, something in your in your immediate awareness that you know that you've been holding back on making a choice to move forward, something that you could do today where you truly love and appreciate and creating joy, abundance, and success all around you every day. So how do you get to create joy, abundance, and success today? I get to go to that list I've had in my head of people I get to work with um, in both areas of of serving and of blessing, serving and lifting. I have two areas where I get to reach out, my coworkers and the people we get to serve. Awesome. So is that something you can do today? I can do that today. Beautiful. I have Thanks. a cleared slate. I wondered what was going to fill it. <laughs> awesome. That's it. That's going to fill it. So now you've got yeah. your marching orders for today. I love it. And and the Savior's with you. And you have Thank the you. gifts and talents. Thank you so much, Jane. Thank you for oh. being our, um, our example today of someone who went from dying to thriving in like 15 minutes. Aren't you amazing? (laughs) Absolutely. And you know what? I'm grateful for the assistance to be amazing, (laughs) to be my amazing. Thank you. You're welcome. Thank you, Jane. Stephen, I'm going to turn it back to you. 
Awesome. Thank you so much, uh, both Wileen and, and Jane, of course, for being vulnerable and willing to participate today. And Wileen, thank you for bringing your expertise and, and knowledge and everything that you're learning and growing to the table today as well. It's been a truly powerful call. Um, so thank you, Wileen. You're welcome. Awesome. Everyone else, uh, we this is the end of the call. Have a fantastic week. I want to go ahead and end the call in true limitless fashion. I'm going to unmute the lines here for just a moment. We're, we're unmuted right now, and I just I want to invite you all to play all out. Let's have a fantastic limitless week. And on the count of three, let's declare it that we are limitless. On the count of three, one, two, three. We are limitless. 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 All right.